You're listening to Locked On Now NHL, local experts on the biggest stories on the ice. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. We've got our Locked On NHL host here to tell you everything you need to know from the big night in hockey. We start in Philadelphia for our biggest game. The biggest game. The Philadelphia Flyers got their first taste of life without Claude Giroux last night, and it wasn't too hard to swallow. Philly got a win at home, and Locked on Flyers tells you who filled the traded star's shoes. Hi, this is Rachel Donner with your Locked on Flyers postgame quick reaction to the Flyers 2-1 to win over the New York Islanders. It's their first official game in the post-Claude Giroux era. And on Friday, I would say the Flyers look a little shell-shocked against Ottawa, but today they looked a lot different. I think partially due to the arrival of Owen Tippett from the Florida Panthers, of course, part of that Giroux trade. Owen made his Flyers debut on a line with Oscar Lindblom and Morgan Frost, and I'd say he looked pretty solid out there. He showed off his offensive mindset with a couple of shots on goal, including a great feed up front to Matt. Max Wellman for a shot that didn't get past Ilya Sorokin, but it was a pretty good play. And he did get a lot of power play time as well. And you could see how he might thrive in that environment. The guys that stood out the most in this game, though, were Joel Farabee, who had a really aggressive, smart mindset with key plays that led to both the Flyers' goals in this one. The other is Travis Sandheim, who has really come into his own over the last six weeks or so. His decision making is getting better on better in terms of when to step up offensively himself versus taking strong shots for redirect or rebound attempts. I've been super impressed with him recently. And, you know, it's also really great to see Kevin Hayes get a little closer to being himself out there. He's been more active in offensive rushes and was in a really good position on both of his goals in this game. The Flyers have struggled mightily this season to close out games and hold leads, but I think they were able to do so pretty solidly in this one. So that was good to see as well. For more on this game and the Flyers all season long, tune into the Lockdown Flyers podcast. The Islanders ran out of gas last night in the loss to Philly. Lockdown Islanders says this defeat is pretty simple to diagnose. Not enough pucks on net. Gil Martin of Locked On Islanders here. Islanders follow the Philadelphia Flyers 2-1 in Philadelphia. Overall, a flat performance by the New York Islanders. They really look like a team that was playing their third game in four days. Took a lead on a goal by Casey Sezikis, but overall produced precious little offense. And the problem that the Islanders have had for most of the season, they just don't shoot the puck enough came back and really hurt them in this game. So many opportunities for players like Matthew Barzal, uh, who just passed up really good shot chances and made passes, and that doesn't result in a lot of goals. On the power play, they were on the perimeter almost the whole time, and they're just not getting enough scoring chances. It'll be interesting to see what happens at the trade deadline as, as both Cal Clutterbuck and Andy Green were held out of this game for more, listen to the Locked On Islanders podcast with me, Gil Martin, wherever you get podcasts. 
The Dallas Stars moved closer to the playoff picture in the West with their win in Washington yesterday. Locked on Stars goes over the key road victory. The Dallas Stars close out their four-game road trip in style in Washington, D.C. Hey, everyone. Dane Lewis here with the Locked on Stars podcast coming to you on a Sunday in which the Dallas Stars were victorious, getting revenge on the Washington Capitals, beating them in their building after the Capitals beat the Stars 5-0 in their building on Sergei Zubov night. And this was a big game all around. It was dramatic, went down to the wire. Penalties assessed to a few players at the end of the game. A little bit of scuffles every now and then in this game. Very physical uh, and just a crazy game all around. But the Stars came up big uh, and got a much-needed two points to keep pace with the Vegas Golden Knights for that elusive second wildcard spot. Alexander Radulov gets on the board for the Stars with his fourth goal of the season. Marion Studenich gets his first point as a Dallas Star, assisting on that goal. And Rope Hintz needed a big game, and he certainly had just that, scoring two goals on the day, both of them coming on the power play. Uh, so a nice reemergence of Rupe Hintz being a goal scorer once again, and maybe a reemergence for the power play for the Stars team, as the man advantage has not looked good for this team as of late. Uh, but maybe this is finally the game where things finally start clicking again, and the Stars would be very, very happy with that. Jake Ottinger, another fantastic outing for the young netminder saving 36 shot, uh, 36 shots um 38 shots on goal in total he did give up two one to alexander ovechkin which i mean that's just an inevitability it seems like anytime you play the capitals so ov is very capable uh, of getting a goal against you he now has 40 on the season uh, at his age continuing to pursue uh, the number one spot on the all-time goal scoring list but this again was a crazy game one that I'm glad the Stars were able to win, and they needed this one desperately as they've been struggling a little bit as of late, and now they will be coming back to the friendly confines of the AAC on Tuesday for a date with the Edmonton Oilers. We'll talk about this game in its entirety on Monday's episode of Locked on Stars on YouTube as well as wherever you get your podcast at. We'll see you there. After another win in Carolina last night, the New York Rangers are looking as good as ever and have our Locked on Rangers host asking if there's any team New York can't keep up with as it hits its stride. Hey, what is going on, hockey fans? It's John Chick with the Locked On New York Rangers podcast, and the Rangers just had themselves a heck of a weekend, and I propose this question to any hockey fans or any Ranger fans, who can this team not play with? Because we just saw them go into Tampa Bay and win that game 2-1, to one, and then go into Carolina on the second game of a back-to-back and beat the Canes 2 to nothing. a game that was tight all throughout. Of course, Vetrano uh, added an empty netter at the end there to make the score 2 nothing. But, I mean, just an absolutely fantastic weekend for the New York Rangers. It really does not get much better than that. And again, it begs the question, who can this team not play with? Because they skated toe-to-toe with the Tampa Bay Lightning for all 60 minutes, got a late dramatic goal from Mika Zibanejad to win that game. And then, of course, this game against Carolina could have gone either way. I would even say maybe Carolina slightly had the better of play, especially if you look at the shot totals. In fact, just don't look at the shot totals because that was clearly very uh, one-sided. But the Rangers still found a way to get it done. And Alex Georgiev coming up with, I would say, probably the best performance of his career. He absolutely stood on his head. 44 save shutout uh, for the Rangers and leads them to the 2 to nothing victory. So uh, just a fantastic weekend of hockey for the Rangers and hopeful that... You know, the Rangers aren't done wheeling and dealing. I know they already brought in Frank Vetrano, but hope they at least got one more move in them before the deadline comes around tomorrow. But we'll see how it goes. Either way, we're we'll breaking it all down on the next episode of Locked on New York Rangers. Do not miss it. Three goals for San Jose in the final 20 minutes separated the Sharks from the Coyotes last night. And Locked on Sharks and Locked on Coyotes give both sides of the third period comeback.
A barrage of goals in the third period saves the Sharks. I'm J.D. Young of Locked On Sharks, and the Sharks survived the Arizona Coyotes by scoring three goals in the third period, including an empty netter for Rudolph's Balsers. Uh, the Sharks, they scored first, the first 20 seconds, but then basically sat on their hands for the rest of the game until the Arizona Coyotes got up on 2-1 to one, um, on a power play goal. Tumar quickly responded, and then Noah Gregor gets the game winner. Um, a game where, again, the Sharks, they just continue to not generate enough offense until the very last second. So we'll have a full breakdown of tonight's game and, of course, the Avalanche game from Friday and get you guys ready for the trade deadline Monday afternoon. So make sure you guys subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and, of course, find us on YouTube. That's all for today on Locked On Now NHL. Thank you again for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Now that you're done here, go on and make your second listen Locked On NHL and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kim Becker. This has been Locked On Now. Locked On your team every day.